Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the showdown slate here for the Chiefs and the Texans. Really, really excited to be talking about NFL, and we have this game what, upcoming in uh, about two days. So, super, super excited to talk about this slate. Um, if you get or the showdown uh, slate, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before I get into the analysis real quick, I do want to say thank you guys again for all the support. Uh, currently right now, 4.72 thousand subscribers on YouTube. The easiest way to support me, since all the content is currently free, is leave a like button in the video if you enjoy, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I go, uh, you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Um, also, if you guys cannot watch YouTube videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below, which is the DKDFS show. With that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So, um, like I said, I am super, super excited here. We have a Millionaire Maker 2 for this game, and it should be a fun one to watch. Houston versus Kansas City should be a lot of offense. Um, so, before we talk about players and prices, let's uh, quickly take a look at uh, the Vegas ads for this one. So, uh, they have it right now, a 54 over under. Again, there's going to be most likely a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, and then they have uh, the Chiefs as 9.5 point favorites. So, um, let's go, let's start with Houston first, and then I'll go to Kansas City, um, and then I can kind of give you guys what, where I'm leaning to for, as far as, like, a roster build, uh, at the end, and then I can talk about cap potential, uh, captains as well. So, yeah, Houston, uh, at the top flex position, uh, Deshaun Watson is 11.8K. I think, uh, on this slate, you play both quarterbacks. I really do. Um, with an over-under of 54, again, there's going to be a lot of points scored. Um, Deshaun Watson, it should be good game script. Right? They should be playing from, from behind, which means he has to pass even more. And both quarterbacks have rushing upside, too. They have that floor already of, you know, Deshaun Watson go out and get you like 50 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I really like both quarter playing both quarterbacks together. I know it's not a super contrarian take on a slate like this, but... That's the way that I'm attacking this slate. I really think you're going to want to play both quarterbacks. You can fade one uh, and just hope for maybe like a blowout or something like that, or just hope that like every touchdown is scored on the ground. But uh, I think a safe approach um, and you know my my uh, way of attacking this slate is to play both quarterbacks. I really like both of them. Um, yeah, not a whole lot else to say there about uh, Deshaun Watson. Will Fuller is now the number one wide receiver here for Houston. He's a guy that has a lot of upside. Again, they should be playing from behind in this game. The worry is just his injury history. He cannot stay healthy. So, this is a tricky one. The price point looks pretty decent at 8K. You're getting him at a nice discount off of some of those Kansas City guys. right? You have Tyreek Hill over 10K. You have Travis Kelsey in the 9K range. Fuller, for him being the number one guy right, with no DeAndre Hopkins now in the picture, is 8K. So he's a guy that I like the upside. He's just a riskier play, in my opinion, due to the fact of he literally can't, can't stay healthy. So um, I like his upside. Uh, obviously, with him being the number one receiver, he should get targeted even a bit more. Um, so he's a guy that, that looks good uh, for, you know, uh, GPPs for sure. David Johnson's at 7'6". He's a guy that's going to go low on this league. He just is. Uh, the worry here is they have Duke Johnson, right? And if they fall behind 
are they going to use David Johnson a lot? Like he's a good pass catching back, but I feel like they're going to go to Duke Johnson more. So and seven six, you're not really getting him at a big discount. Like what you need here, in my opinion, is you need Houston to get off to an early lead. If that's the case, then you could get a could get a pretty decent workload there for David Johnson. But my worry is they they should be playing from behind this one. And if that's the case, I think it just better suits a guy like Duke Johnson. He needs a lot cheaper. So David Johnson's going to be super low-owned. He's a contrarian play. I'm probably not going to get to him. Let's see. So Cooks is 7-2. Uh, was limited in practice with a quadriceps injury. Not super concerned about it, but obviously something to keep an eye on. He is their number two receiver. Um, 7.2K. He kind of had a not a great year for the Rams last year. Um, he's a guy that... Uh, I think goes a little, a little bit lower owned on this slate. Like the upside is probably higher on a guy like Will Fuller and obviously some of those Chiefs guys at the top. And there are some cheaper options that are definitely viable with some guys we'll talk about in a bit. So Cooks is kind of in that price range where it makes it a little bit tricky. Um, I do have interest in him. I, I think I would, like, I think again, the upside is slightly higher on Fuller. Um, so if you're shooting for the upside, you maybe go Fuller. If you can't get to Fuller, though, I am fine with Cooks, right? He's about $1,000 difference off of Fuller. Um, and both, like I mentioned, it should be good game script for them. Houston should be playing from behind in this one. Yeah, so Duke Johnson, I mentioned him, right? My, my concern with David Johnson is they have a really, really good pass catching back uh, as his backup. And he's a guy that can split out wide at times, too. So Duke Johnson intrigues me here for the reason of they should be playing from behind. He's a guy that I think will get probably a little bit more work. So I have interest in him. He's obviously a slightly riskier option because he's a backup running back. But I think this, it should fit well. Again, they should be playing from behind. So I think Duke Johnson is certainly playable here at 4-8. Stills, I don't think I'm going to go there. He right now is listed as the number four on the depth chart, which is not great. They have Cobb in the slot. They have Cooks and Fuller out wide. They, they can run some four wide receiver sets, but I don't know if he's in enough if he's going to get enough snaps for me to consider him, unless something happens to one of those receivers ahead of him. Like, if if Cooks ended up can't go, then then Stills look a lot better. Um, so right now it's probably going to be a pass, unless we get, like, unless he, I mean, he could move up the depth chart, you never know, but right now I'm probably going to pass on, on Stills. So let's get to Randall Cobb, right? This is not a sexy play at all. Uh, he's getting up there in age, uh, but w- what we know is he's going to be playing a lot of the slot, which is good. 4.2K is a pretty pretty decent option. I think he's a safe option. Like, I don't think he's going to really win you a GPP, but he doesn't have to at this price. right? If he gets, like, I don't know, five catches for 60 yards, like you'll take that. And like I mentioned multiple times, it should be good game script for, for Houston. So I think Cobb makes for a pretty good value option here at 4.2. Lastly, we have the two tight ends. This is a little bit tricky. So Fells is the starter. Uh, both are were utilized a decent amount uh, last season, but like they're not go-to guys, right? Fells um, as well as Atkins, they're both playable. I think they're just slightly riskier options. Now they're obviously um, guys I can look to in the red zone, but and I think both will work in this offense. I think I sl- like I think I feel a little bit more comfortable with a guy like Randall Cobb compared to either tight end. Uh, but, but the tight ends are certainly playable. Both Fells and Atkins, right, they will utilize both. Both are at playable prices at 4-4 uh, four, four and 3-2. So 
they are certainly guys you can consider for value. And then beyond that, again, I'm not going to get to the defenses on the slate. Defenses, n- normally I will target and show on slates if, uh, you know, it's a pretty low over-under. This one, there should be a lot of points scored. So I'm not really looking to either defense. You'd really probably need at least one, like, defensive touchdown. So I'm not going to go there. Kiki Cutie is, like, the number six receiver right now. So don't play him. And that's really it. All these other guys didn't make the roster. So that's it for Houston. Let's talk about Casey now. So obviously the price tag's a little bit higher than these guys. Like I mentioned, I'm going to play both quarterbacks. If you want to get risky and fade one, go for it. But that's not the approach that I'm going for. The upside in both these guys are huge. Both guys have, have some rushing upside right. The, the floor is already high in them. And there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one, according to, if you just look at the Vegas odds. So, yeah, I really like both quarterbacks. Um, I, I will be playing both uh, on this slate. Then we get to the main guys here for Casey. So Tyreek Hill is at 10-4. Travis Kelsey is at 9-2. I think Tyreek Hill is more of your, I would say, boomer bust guy. Like, he's a guy that has the higher ceiling compared to, to Travis Kelsey. But Kelsey, I would say, probably has a little bit of a higher floor compared to Tyreek Hill. So if you're going for that safety, I think Kelsey is probably your guy at 9-2. If you're going for that, that big upside, it's Tyreek Hill, right? Because he can break those long passes, and he can go for, like, 30-plus fancy points. So both are certainly viable. Obviously, they look great. They have Mahomes as their quarterback. Just the price points, right? 10-4 for Hill. 9-2 for, for Travis Kelsey. So let me just first, let me just plug in both quarterbacks. Let's just say we'll throw them in the flex for now and see how much we have remaining. Right, so that's, uh, what is that, 6.4K remaining, and you have to play someone in the captain, which is 1.5X the salary. So it's going to make it tricky, right? You can't obviously play all these guys at the top. So like I mentioned, I think Kelsey, if you're going for the floor, it's probably Kelsey. If you're going for, for the little bit more upside, I think it's Tyree Kill. Now, the rookie, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, has been a guy that's been getting so much hype uh, in the DFS community, just in the fantasy football community in general. Um, he is their number one guy with Damian Williams not playing this year. Uh, 8.8K is a certainly fair price. Obviously, any like, starting running back for Kansas City is, is really, really, really uh, looks good. My slight worry is he's a rookie, and is he going to get the full workload? Right? They said he is their starting back, but... Are they gonna Are they gonna play most of the game? I think there's there's a chance that he maybe gets limited a bit. So eight point eight k. He's a good uh, pass catching back too. Um, so I certainly have interest in him. I just think I don't know. I feel like I might I might be a little bit more comfortable getting to either either Kelsey or Hill. Um, now it's not saying Edwards Flair is out of play at all. I think he's a guy that will get ownership. I absolutely like him. My worry was what I mentioned. He's a rookie. Are they going to give him the full workload, right? Is he going to be out there for like 80 to 90% of the snaps? I think it's definitely possible, but there's no guarantee, I think. So um, that's really my thoughts there and uh, Edwards Hilaire. Let's go back to Kansas City real quick. And then they have the backup quarterbacks on here. So Sammy Watkins, uh, literally the definition of boomer busts at 5'8". He had the one big game week one where we were for 50 fancy points. And then other than that, he was not great. And then the end of the season, he had a couple big games, 27 uh, there against Tennessee, like 15 in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he, he's playable in the mid-range. He is just boomer bust. So I think he's viable. 
uh, but definitely a riskier option. Now, McCole Hardman had a nice rookie year at 5-2. He is listed right now as the number three on the depth chart, which is good. But the issue is they still have uh, DeMarcus Robinson there, too. So both will, will get some snaps. Um, they have Hardman as a three, but doesn't necessarily mean he's going to out-snap Robinson. So, like, like Watkins and Tyree Kill are going to be out there for, for most of the game, whereas Hardman, Robinson will kind of interchange. Um, Hardman's a guy that has more upside, but you're also going to have to pay more for him, right? He's 5'2", whereas Robinson is uh, 2.2K. So both those guys are definitely doable. Um, they're just a little bit riskier because... Uh, of the, you know, I would say they weren't gonna play, aren't going to play as many snaps as uh, the main two guys there on KCLY. Uh, don't play DeAndre Washington. He is not on the team. Uh, he's on the practice squad, so don't play him. The kickers, I didn't mention the kickers. So um, both are playable. If you're going for, I guess, more of the cash game builds, they're, they're, they're fine, right? There should be a lot of points scored. Um, you know, they probably have a range of outcomes of somewhere around like five to on the high end, 15 or so. And they're cheap, right? 3-8, and I don't know what the, um, what's Houston's kickers at? Uh, where is he at? Fairbairn's at 3-6, right? So they're decent, you know, cheap options. I think if you're going for that cash game setting, you can look to one of those guys. But I don't know if they have the GPP winning upside. Again, there should be a lot of points scored here. So if you're going for cash games, that's fine. But GPPs, I don't know if I'm going to look to either kicker. Uh, let's see. Let's move on again. Defense, I'm not really going to consider the defense. I mentioned uh, Demarcus Robinson. He is certainly playable. He is a number four receiver, but him, McCall Hardman, should work in as, like, the number three. Um, Darrell Williams is a super, super risky play, but he is the backup. And I think there's a chance he gets, you know, some decent carries in this game. Now, how much, again, that's that's more up in the air. Um, so 1.8K is super, super, super cheap. And if you need someone, I guess, a dart throw, and maybe something happens to Clyde Edwards-Solaire, then... Obviously, Darrell Williams would become, uh, you know, an amazing play here. But he's someone that you at least can consider at 1.8K. Like, he's not out of play. Super, super risky play. We just don't know how many, you know, snaps he's actually going to get as the backup running back. Whereas, you know, with Duke Johnson on the other side for Houston, we know he's going to be already, like, a, like, uh, a big uh, part of that offense. Darwin Thompson's the number three. I, I don't think I would consider a third-string running back on this uh, on the slate Ricky Seals-Jones, they have him listed as the number three tight end. I mean, he is a decent pass-catching tight end, but I don't know if we have to do it, um, like trying to target a backup tight end there. Um, like Kaiser, they have him as the number two tight end at 200, but I'm probably not going to do it. And that's really it. So let's uh, let's talk about roster construction now for, for this slate, right? So I mentioned... I'm going to play both quarterbacks. I don't think you have to, but that's the direction I'm going in, in over under 54. There should be a lot of points scored. So you can definitely run one of those quarterbacks in uh, in the captain spot. They have a high floor, right? The quarterbacks have the highest floor, especially with their rushing upside too. So let's just say let's just say we throw Deshaun Watson there in the captain spot. That's 4.9K remaining. Not a lot, right? So we can probably get one of these studs in if we want to. So... If we have Deshaun Watson, the captain, let's just say we throw Will Fuller in there. Then you have 3.9 carry main. Then, then it makes it a little bit tricky, right? You have some playable guys here in, like, Cobb, both the Houston tight ends. Um, you can consider the kickers. Uh, you know, Demarcus Robinson's playable at 2-2. So that's a direction you can go to. Um, 
or let's just throw uh, let's throw Deshaun Watson back in there. You can throw someone really cheap in the captain spot, and then that allows you to get probably two of those studs uh, more in your lineup with the quarterback. So, I mean, Darrell Williams, that's a super, super risky play. Atkins, let's just say we'll just throw Demarcus Robinson in there, right? Obviously not an amazing play, but he should get some some snaps here. Um, So let's just say we throw him in the captain spot. Then you have 7.4 carry remaining. Then you can probably get two of these guys at the top, right? So say we want to get, like, Kelsey and Will Fuller. Right, you can do that. So that's the way that I'm going to be attacking this slate. Um, with I'm going to start start the lineup with both quarterbacks. Don't know. I mean, I could throw one in the captain spot. It's going to make it a little bit trickier. But there are some potential value plays, like I mentioned. Let's go down there again. Um, you know, Sammy Watkins is at five eight. He's boomer bust, but playable. Hardman certainly playable. Right, the number three wide receiver. Uh, Duke Johnson should be good game script for him. I think he's someone that is very, very intriguing at 4.8K and someone I have my eye on. Stills, I'm probably not going to do it unless something happens to one of those receivers. Again, both Houston tight ends are playable with Fells and Atkins. Randall Cobb, I think, looks a safer option. He's number three. He should be working out of the slot. I think he's he's definitely someone that I'm considering for sure. Um, don't play Washington. Again, he's not on the team. Both kickers are playable, but I'm probably not going to do it if you're playing a GPP. Um, and then you can consider a guy like Robinson, even Jarrell Williams, as the backup. But that's as far as probably I would go. Um, but yeah, I think that's really going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So uh, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload, uh, you know when I go live. I actually might be live streaming for this one. Uh, I will be live streaming for the NBA slate on Thursday. I might do one for this one as well. So keep an, I'll let you guys know on Twitter. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. It is in the description below. I will let you guys know if I will be doing a live stream for this one. Obviously, again, we have a million dollars for first. I think it's a $10 entry. So super, super excited for uh, NFL to be back. If you guys are interested in the main slate, I do already have an early look video up, as well as more in-depth video on running backs and wide receivers. I'm going to have a later look video for the week one NFL slate up in the next couple of days. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys have a good night, and I will see you all later.